conspiracy, don't you know that it's a conspiracy? We're in a lot of trouble. You just don't get it, do you? You don't. Everyone, happy Friday. It's Friday, May 19th, 2023. So today in the news, the FBI whistleblowers testify in congressional hearing on the weaponization of the federal government. And the mainstream media tries to smear these whistleblowers who testified about their intent. But they say what we expected. The FBI is corrupt, politicized, and tasked with protecting the deep state. Also, the Bilderberg Group is meeting in Lisbon, Portugal. I'll go over the guest list and quickly give a bit of background. They're obviously gonna be talking about AI because Genie's out of the bottle there. And I'm going to give a quick cigar review. Leave a Connecticut Reserve. Um, A bit of a disappointment, but I'll tell you about it uh, at the end of the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, everyone. Let's get into the news. So we're going to start out here with uh, a website, Extremely American. I'm not going to vouch for the reporting, but their headline, I think, is appropriate. Damning FBI whistleblower testimony exposes federal government involvement with the activities on January 6th. And uh, it was Matt Gates, I believe, revealed the stunning testimony from three FBI whistleblowers in a press conference. The FBI has been victimized by political capture And that politicization has manifested in the targeting of Americans who never deserve to have this government weaponized against them. Gates said whistleblowers saw those bad acts. They stepped forward and they were retaliated against and crushed as a consequence. And our work today will build on the work of special counsel Durham, who said recently that the FBI, uh, At the FBI, there's a confirmation bias and over-willingness to rely on information from individuals uh, connected to political opponents and action without appropriate objectivity. One of the whistleblowers we'll hear from today served in the United States Marine Corps, served as a local cop, Garrett O'Boyle, and this is his testimony regarding political capture. We don't need to go any more on that. We're going to hear... A headline from the Federalist here, whistleblowers expose FBI's corruption and ongoing persecution of political opponents and damning new testimony. So the Federalist is a little bit more uh, re- uh, well-regarded in, the re- in terms of journalism. And in this story by Sean Fleetwood, I'll just read his lead, which is also appropriate. If you look at the other mainstream media, they're saying there's nothing to see here. And these people, these are the people who have political bias. They're Trump, they're MAGA, and they're just trying to smear a good FBI. Well, the FBI, if you hadn't heard or you didn't know, is responsible for terrorist attacks around the country. Uh, They don't, the agents themselves don't conduct these attacks, but they goad uh, simple-minded folks into into doing uh, taking part in violent action, as as you saw with the kidnap plot uh, of of Governor Michigan Governor Whitmer. 
So the lead here from the Federalist is in an explosive House committee hearing on Thursday, several whistleblowers accused the FBI of engaging in a complex series of highly corrupt and partisan activities, including the manipulation of statistics, targeting of political opponents, and retaliating against whistleblowers seeking to expose the agency's corruption. The revelations come uh, days after a report from U.S. Attorney John Durham revealed that the FBI had no evidence then-candidate Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Then it launched its crossfire hurricane investigation in the former president's 2016 campaign and then proceeded in trying to uh, derail his presidency. This is from uh, BizPack Review. Whistleblower explains how FBI rendered his family homeless in powerful testimony and more shocking footage. I would advise people to go to watch the uh, watch the hearing on C-SPAN or wherever you might find it. it. It's really telling. I mean, these guys are FBI agents who love their career, and they found that the uh, FBI had indeed become corrupt. It has been corrupt for some time. CNBC. Moving on to the next story about Bilderberg. It's surprising that the mainstream media even mentions Bilderberg. A, they don't put it in the headline, though. A secretive annual meeting attended by the world's elite has AI top of the agenda. OpenAI Sam, CEO Sam Altman will join forces with key leadership from Microsoft DeepMind at Google. Artificial intelligence will be the key focus. The annual Bilderberg event is shrouded in mystery. With discussions held behind closed doors and under Chatham House rules. And if you don't know what Chatham House is... They don't explain here. So Kissinger is going to go. We're going to go over the guest list in just a minute. Um, and they don't link. This is sparked conspiracy theories similar to those leveled against high-level meetings at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland by those who claim attendees are seeking to establish a new world order. A new world order. However, the events organizers say the discrete natures of it allows for greater freedom of discussion. Bullshit. They're discussing secret things and how to deal uh, with these secret things secretly. I mean, this isn't, uh, you know, this isn't um, anything anything to worry about here. So uh, I'm just going to go to Chatham House really quick because Chatham House is just, it's like the uh, British CFR. The Royal Institute of International Affairs is an independent policy institute based in London. We'll just go into, it's uh, listed in JSTOR too, so... If anybody ever has access to JSTOR, that's the best place to go digging if you are into crowdsourced intelligence. Chatham House, also known as the Royal Institute of International Affairs, is an independency policy institute headquartered in London. Its stated mission is to provide commentary on world events and offer solutions to global challenges. Its originator it is the originator of Chatham House rules. Chatham House rules. Chatham House is the origin of non-attribution rule known as Chatham House Rules, which provides that attendees of the meetings may discuss the content of the meeting in the outside in the outside world, but may not discuss who attended or identify what a specific individual said. The Chatham House Rule involved a, to facilitate frank and honest discussion on controversial or unpopular issues by speakers who may not otherwise have the appropriate forum to speak freely despite this. Meetings at Chatham House are held on the record and not under Chatham House rules. The fact is that a lot of politicians and people that they don't want what they say in these meetings to be attached uh, to them politically. 
Now, what is Bilderberg? The Bilderberg Meeting, also known as the Bilderberg Group, is an annual off-the-record conference established in 1954 to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. Meetings were chaired by the Bernhard of, uh, Prince Bernhard of the Netherlands until 1975. The current chairman is Henry de Castries. Since uh, 1954, the meeting has taken place every year except in 1976 when it was canceled due to the Lockheed bribery scandals involving Prince Bernhard. And then it, it mentions Chatham House again, uh, and it goes into, in 1954, the Bilderberg Hotel in the Netherlands is where the first origin met, uh, where it first met. The first conference was held at the Bilderberg Hotel in Oosterberg, Holland. Um, it's where the world elite meet to discuss the future of the world and where the New World Order agenda world order. is formed. And so everything that is put on the agenda is formed throughout the year at places like Chatham House and the CFR. And then it's brought to the Bilderberg meeting. Everything's discussed. And then it's relayed back to Chatham House, Club of Rome, the CFR, Trilateral Commission. And then those groups push these policies, these agenda, this agenda which are based on policies, which are the policies of the Billy Block of the agenda. But most of you folks already know that. You know, and then all of a sudden that the, the policies discussed at the CFR and whatnot become policies of the United States. Also, as far as, you know, London is concerned or England, Great Britain is concerned from the Chatham House. So Time Magazine writes, uh, what to know about the Bilderberg Group's secret Secret annual meeting, the shadowy world government, political kingmakers, and capitalist cabal looking to oppose its will across the globe. For decades, conspiracy theorists have tried to decode the secretive Bilderberg group. That's because the press, first of all, high-end press people are invited, and then they never discuss it. So they never even acknowledge that the Bilderberg group existed until about four or five years ago maybe the late 90s at, at the earliest. An annual gathering of some of the world's most powerful figures, which begins Thursday in Dresden, Germany. Oh, this is from June 9th, 2016. So they had the thing in Dresden that year. The fact of the matter is, is that um, these people, first of all, government officials are not supposed to attend these. There's laws against government uh officials from the U.S. attending secretive meetings like this amongst the private sector. It's mostly private sector people. That's what I mean. It's the private sector people discuss things with other politically connected people. And then these things go back to the respective Chatham House and the CFR, which then are lobbied into policy. Uh, that's why you have to worry about people like um, DeSantis and whatever, Will CFR and trilateral commission policies be pushed on the United States government by these groups? So in more recent news, Fox News is reporting big names in AI to convene its secretive Bilderberg meeting. And even Mark Dice had put up that often he would call uh, Sean Hannity's uh, radio show and, and want to talk about the Bilderberg. And uh, he would quickly hang up and say, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but Fox, at least, is acknowledging that it exists. Tech titans from Google, Microsoft, and OpenAI will discuss artificial intelligence at the closed-door Bilderberg meeting in Portugal. We're trying to do something to rein in 
the genie we released out of the bottle. 130 participants from 23 countries are expected in the attendance, several executives from tech companies. Yeah, we'll go over the list in just a second. And I'll post uh, something about Henry Kissinger on my YouTube uh, today or over the weekend. So Stacey Abrams, uh, this is in alphabetical order, not an order of importance. I'll just go over the USA people. Stacey Abrams is invited. Why would Stacey Abrams be invited to Bilderberg? You know why. You know why. CEO of SageWorks Production, whatever the fuck that is. Why would Stacey Abrams be invited? Because she's going to be in politics, whether you like it or not. In American politics, I should just say. And Applebaum, staff writer for The Atlantic. Oh, a leftist publication. Hmm, I see. I thought this was a capitalist confab. Uh, we go down the list here is Sally Benson, professor of energy and energy. Yeah, we don't, we don't care if they have academics here. I mean, there's a reason if you're having this sort of meeting to have academics. Tyroon Shabra, I wanted to look this person up, senior director for technology and national security from the National Security Council. So she's on the National Security Council, so that's connected to the Biden administration. So she is a government official, but the National Security Council is basically made up of, of private citizens that are there as advisors. So like NSA is a national security advisor in the National Security Council. So Tyrone Shabra, I don't know who that person is, but they are in the NSC. Nail Ferguson, a, a Milbank family senior fellow, Stanford University. Yeah, we don't care about... Um, uh, Citadel, yeah, we don't care about people in the private. Uh, Gary Kasparov, Henry Kissinger, of course, he attends every year and has always attended every year. They're going to give him a probably a little birthday party. He turned 100 this year. John Micklewaite, editor-in-chief Bloomberg, uh, the CEO of Microsoft. Who else we got here? excuse my pausing, Matthew Pottinger, who was uh, a distinguished uh, fellow for the Hoover, uh, which is a conservative uh, institution. Many see it as, uh, but Pottinger worked in the Trump administration, so that's interesting. Uh, Nadia Shadlow, uh, another from the Hudson Institute. These are all private. Peter Thiel. Thomas Wright, again, National Security Council. So there are a couple of people from the National Security Council. My big concern is this uh, Chadra person um, for the simple reason is that they, uh, I hope they're an American citizen and I hope America, only American citizens could sit on the National Security Council. Um, obviously foreign born. Um, and I'm not a xeno, not xenophobic or anything like that. I just, if people are working within government, um, I think they should be American citizens or else they might have allegiances elsewhere. A lot of people working in government have allegiances, global allegiances elsewhere, which is always a big worry. So let's move on to other news. Wall Street Journal is reporting China put Spymaster in charge of U.S. corporate crackdown investigations into due diligence firms show how state security click is gaining more control over economic policy. Well, of course, it's the it's the bait and switch, the China... China said, always said, oh, we're going to go along with your program, West. Uh, and they didn't. They double-crossed everybody. And then when they're at, at the verge of taking over, 
the hegemonic uh, seat of, of global dominance, when they're on the verge of that, they double cross and said, you know what? We're not supporting your new world order. Um, we're supporting our new world order, <laughs> which puts us on top. And why you would trust the communist Chinese ever, especially why would the Chi communist Chinese would trust the West when the West double cra crossed the nationalists to put the communists in power in the first place uh, in the 50s or in the late 40s, I should say, excuse me. This is from Politico, Feinstein's primary caregiver, Pelosi's daughter. A quiet caretaking arrangement has raised questions about whether Nancy Pelosi has the alien senator's personal interests at heart. Um, no, she wants to shoo in Adam Schiff into that Senate seat. Uh, Dianne Feinstein has been uh, incapacitated for some time. Apparently, she has a brain inflammation and has, has been diagnosed with brain inflammation for some time. She's barely coherent, uh, as many reporters have stated. So if you didn't hear this, non-binary ex-Biden nuclear official Sam Brinton arrested for being fugitive from justice, arrested again for stealing luggage. Uh, this person is a kleptomaniac and obviously has serious mental issues. You know, I don't want to disparage people uh, that are transgender, um, but as Vivek uh, said recently, uh, uh, you know, this guy Vivek, uh, Iraswamy, I'm not pronouncing his last name, but he's a presidential candidate for 2024, and he was interviewed recently uh, by Chuck Todd on Meet the Press, and he even said, he goes, for ye previously, for years, for, for as long as we know that uh, gender just dysphoria has been considered a mental uh, illness. So, and I'm not trying to be disparaging to transgender people, um, because I don't blame them. I, bl I blame chemical poisoning of the endocrine, endocrine uh, systems and your hormonal uh, systems balance. Um, and you might feel a certain way. I'm not putting it past you, but uh, it might be chemically induced. So uh, San Francisco gate, SF gate, Uber will lease out entire office building in San Francisco. Yeah, first of all, this is happening in all major cities, specifically New York and San Francisco, is that office space is going unrented because after the pandemic, people didn't return to office work. And so there's less need for offices. And But the thing with Uber in San Francisco, people are afraid to go to work. And that's the reason they're stating they don't want to return to the office, particularly in San Francisco, is that they're worried about walking the streets to get to work and leaving from work. So I'm going to go to uh, a cigar review. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pan uh, Oliva Connecticut Reserve. Now Oliva is a budget brand, as far as I'm concerned. Some of their smokes are okay. I'm saying some of their high-end cigars are actually pretty good. If you go to the, uh, uh, what is the name? Let's let's go to, um, let's just go. So in any case, I'm going to try to go to this quickly. I'm just going to read what uh, Cigars International says here about Oliva. The Connecticut Reserve from Oliva's fantastic, mellow, medium-bodied, handmade, dressed in a silky Connecticut wrapper. Wrapper offers excellent creamy flavor and mouthfeel, which complements the Cuban seed Nicaraguan long fillers within perfectly. After significant aging, each cigar uh, envelops a palette of layers of thick flavor, leaving behind subtle notes of wood, coffee, and cream. Mellow it is. 
Uh, first third uh, wasn't very good. Uh, definitely wood and a little bit of cream. I wouldn't say coffee. Uh, it was pretty bland. The last third was the uh, was the best, um, but uh, I, I had a problem with it. It didn't burn very well, and um, I don't know. The, the condition was okay. It didn't burn very well, and um, I didn't enjoy The first third uh, wasn't very good, and the second third got a little bit better, but it didn't really meet its full potential to the last third, and by then it was almost over. So I'm going to have to give it a pan. There are other cigars for that price point you can get, which are much, much better. Um, so I'll have to disagree there. I just wanted to go um, see if we can't get, um, if I can't mention, yeah, it was the um, Oliva Series 5 Milanio. Now this, if you're going to go to Oliva, uh, this is the cigar you're going to want is the Oliva 5, the Series 5 Milanio is the best out of the Series 5. I believe the Milanio was box pressed. This is the one you want to go to. It also comes in a uh, Maduro, but this is the one I'd go for if you're going to go for Oliva. Oliva makes good cigars. I'm not saying that they don't, but some of their less priced ones, um, and they're not my favorite brand. So, buy Leave a Connecticut Reserve Cigars online. This is from Famous. Leave a Connecticut Reserve from JR Cigars. Uh, I was not a fan. So, that's it for me this Friday, Rudy's Revelation. Thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a comment down below. And follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Our Minds. Um, yeah, just wasn't impressed with the Oliva. So the story, we got to pay attention to these stories. First of all, the FBI and, and the left is, the left is dismissing what the FBI whistleblowers have to say. Oh, this is a partisan. It was obvious um, that the FBI colluded uh, with the Democrat, Democratic Party in the Durham report showed this uh, to get Trump. And it's more about the deep state than it is the Democrats, but the Democrats, the deep state, the global postmodern left, uh, they wanted to get rid of Trump. Uh, this kind of malfeasance shouldn't be allowed. Uh, the FBI should be disbanded or gutted. Um, how about going uh, to, to renovate or restore the FBI. The FBI wasn't supposed to be a permanent organization anyway. It is federal police force. It's a secret police. It should be disbanded. Maybe something should be put in its place. Um, but Merrick Garland should be uh, impeached for sure as AG. Uh, the DOJ has to be, um, has to be, Something has to be done about that as well. We've seen problems with the uh, uh, deep state aspects of the DOJ. And the Bilderberg uh, group is meeting. Uh, what will be done about AI? Will it be reined in? Or will it, be, it might be put on steroids, matter of fact. Uh, because big business and corporations don't want to pay workers. Um, they like robots. And so AI is like an administrative robot. So that that's just the reality. 
of, of that. Um, have a great weekend. I am going to go have a martini lunch and um, enjoy the weekend. Do something fun, have a cigar. I don't recommend Oliva. Uh, the Milanio, perhaps, if you want to try the Oliva brand. Uh, I think I have... I have a Rocky Patel in the Humidor that I think I'm going to try. So I'll review that next week. So I'll probably have that on Sunday. I think it's going to rain tomorrow. So, All right. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you Monday. Uh, stay tuned uh, to my YouTube channel. I'm going to put up a Henry Kissinger war criminal video. So check that out. All right. See ya. You're the big man, I think.